We're joined right now by a wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. He is in his fourth season. Of course, he played his college ball out here in SoCal at USC. This season, another big year, 76 receptions, 784 yards, three touchdowns, including a season-high 10 receptions for 107-yard Sunday in the Colts' win over Tampa Bay. Indy is 6-5. and five. They've won three straight. They take on Tennessee on Sunday. We are joined by Michael Pittman, Jr. Michael, it's great to have you on the show. How are you doing, Michael? Thank you. Thank you. Um, doing uh, great. Good. Great to have you. So let me ask you, it's always a good thing to have a three-game winning streak, but a great time to have it right now. What is the vibe like in your locker room, and does it feel like the team is starting to play some of its best ball as it starts to matter the most? Absolutely. Um, I feel like November ball is when it like really counts, and uh, um, I feel like we've had a really good um, start, and, and now we're getting into um, December now. So we're just looking to build off of that, and um, I would say that the confidence is um, pretty high, and like we're like feeling good about it. All right, so Michael, I don't think that it's any coincidence that the team's success has coincided with your increase in productivity. You currently have a streak of four straight games with at least eight receptions, which is the third longest streak of that kind in franchise history. How locked in do you feel personally, and what's it like to be in that much of a zone? Honestly, like I didn't even know about that stat or a streak um, until somebody told me about it, I think yesterday, and I was like, I didn't even know that that was even a stat. So I don't really think too much about that. Um, like I'm just trying to find whichever way that I can help us win. And uh, it seems like catching passes is uh, helping us do that. Michael Pittman Jr., I figured you might say something like that. I think also you probably know about this streak, and maybe the answer is similar, maybe it's not, but... On, on top of that, you're now eight catches away from catching Marvin Harrison Sr. for most receptions by a Colts player in his first four seasons. Like that, That's a real thing. What's it going to mean to you? I get it. Team first. But what's it going to mean to you to be in the same company and mention in the same company as a Hall of Famer like Marvin? Absolutely. I mean, everybody knows Marv is like a great. And uh, just, just, like, just like whenever – Whenever your name is said around, like, guys like that, I mean, like, it's just, like, an um, honor to even be brought up, like, in that type of company, you know. So, like, it'll be uh, great. That'll be awesome. You know, it's amazing watching you guys. I'm really taken by this. I mean, injuries are a part of the game, but, and I get that. So is a next man up mentality. I get that. Not so easy to next man up the likes of Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor. What's it say about your offense that even with those guys battling injuries and Anthony being down for the rest of the year, that this offense just keeps finding ways to win and get it done? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, first, I think that's credit to our uh, guys just, just showing that they prepare every single week and they are ready to go no matter what. And um, I also think it speaks to um, Shane's scheme. Um, how he's able to scheme up like his like weapons, no matter what. Um, and then just back to the players. I mean, it's just the individual work ethic of of guys who who don't who don't get discouraged because they're not the guy right now because they might get their chance to be that guy. And um, I mean, I think that you singled out two of them, which is um, Gardner and then uh, Zach. I mean. Both of those guys like have been huge, um, and and uh, I think that they play a very big part in um, 
in the success that um, we've had so far and in the success that we'll have going forward. I love that point you just made, that guys don't get discouraged when they're not the guy right now because it doesn't mean they won't be the guy at some point. They're just not the guy right now. I'm also glad that you mentioned Shane. Like I always ask guys about their head coaches, and it's not because I'm looking to check some box, but I'm really curious about what it takes to lead and motivate and coach up a locker room full of alphas. Man, that's a tough, tough gig. So what is it about Shane Steichen? Like He's done an amazing job in his first year What's he like to play for, and then how has he been able to keep guys together and to buy in the way he has? Yeah, yeah, Shane, the best way to describe Shane like, as a coach is I would say that he is a player's coach for sure. He takes care of his players, and then in turn, we take care of him because you don't want to lose guys like that. Obviously, like he does such a good job for us, so we want to give that back to him. Hey, give me an example. Like, how does a guy like that take care of you guys? Is it just a matter of not pushing you too much physically, not having you guys hit too much? Is he communicating with you? How does he take care of you guys? What do you mean by that? Absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest thing is he listens to us. So, like, um, if so, if like we tell him, like, hey, like, like we need to pull back today because we just feel like our bodies aren't rested enough to go perform to peak and then and 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 like just like little stuff like that and like it really started in um training camp when as a group because we got a group of team leaders right so uh we like went to them and we're like hey like like we think that we need to pull this back a little bit like we got guys who are um like just their bodies are like fatigued and then like he like listened to that and like we made like uh and uh we made um changes and 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 like that, and then that, sorry, and then that type of thing showed us, hey, like, like he's here for us. And um, it's really not like that everywhere. Huh. I think that makes sense. Like he's listening to us and not just listening, but actually implementing policy based on what we're saying. We're talking to Michael Pittman Jr. So this show, you probably know, is based in Southern California. I try to make sure that I rep the West Coast nationally. (laughs) You grew up in the L.A. area. You were a second team All-American at USC. I'm curious, how does the fact that tonight's Pac-12 championship game is going to be the last conference game, how does that hit you, man? It just seems so weird. What's that feel like to you? Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, I just feel like the college season flies by so fast, and really, I kind of stopped paying attention to it. Like, once we kind of fell out of that conversation, um, so I don't like. I think it's Oregon and uh, Oregon and uh, Washington who are battling for a uh, playoff spot. So, I mean, it um, it's just good that we'll have a Pac-12 team in there. Um, unfortunately, it's not USC, but. Uh, They've had some uh, success and and some uh, struggles. So, like, I'm just proud of them that they, like, battled through that. Um, the offense is absolutely rolling. So, uh, like, that was great. Hey, dude, what about your team? You think that – tough year, right? Tough, tough mm-hmm. year. That goes without saying, 7-5. and five. You think that Lincoln Riley is in it for the long haul in L.A.? Do you feel like that? And do you, are you confident that he can get this thing back on track quickly? Absolutely. I mean, like – Anything takes time, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, he hasn't been there for uh, very long. He hasn't really got time to uh, time to recruit like his players. So, like, just like it's like it's so hard to take a team in one year from from. I mean, I don't want to say like 
bottom. But rebuilding takes time. So, um, I mean, I, I'd say that they did pretty well, like, in the two years like that, like, uh, that they've been there. So after his his second full year, like, I would say, like, hey, like, this is really his team now because he's had time to get those young players and now those players are now juniors so so like it's so like it's really hard for like a college coach to just come in like year one and two and just flip things around like it's going to take time because players have to like mature and you got to get guys in you got to get your like your guys so um and they got to get that uh, defense going again so so we'll uh, see like what happens like in the future. Michael Pittman Jr. is joining me. Got to get that defense going again. Listen, one last thought. Because you spent your entire career with the Colts, you know the Titans pretty well, right? They get after people defensively. What stayed with you about that 23-16 to win over Tennessee in Week 5? What are you expecting in the rematch on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, you always expect them to come out um, hitting hard, and they're always um, – they're always – ready to play and by that like like they always have that like intensity and it doesn't wear off so we just have to match that and uh uh just 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 try and find ways to uh make plays and if we do that i think that we'll be uh looking up on uh, sunday and uh, we'll be pretty happy about it. So. Colts are 6-5, and five, having another big year. Really good year, in fact. And Michael Pittman Jr. putting up huge numbers once again. Michael, appreciate you. Great to have you on the show, especially right before a game, dude. Thanks for doing that. Great talking to you. All right. Thank you, Jim. Yes, sir. Michael Pittman Jr. He is putting up incredible numbers. Like I said, if you're mentioned in the same sentence as Marvin Harrison Sr., and you're a wide receiver, and you're about to break a mark that he set with games remaining, you're having a good career. You're having a really nice career. Good to talk to him.